podcast. It sounded kind of strange today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? Thank you once again for listening. This is another installment of KG and the Fifth Ward Wildcat podcast. Let's get right into it. Wildcat, what is on your brain, sir? What is on my brain is Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, who's about to screw up his career. And I'm saying about to because he's still got at least 12 months, I think, to get it sorted out. But he has to take some responsibility. If he needs help, he needs to get help. He needs to not be coddled to any longer. He's in charge of a program now. He's not in high school anymore. He's about to make a jump and a leap to the next level. But in order to do that, he must take responsibility for his actions. It's been reported this weekend that he was invited as a counselor for the Manning Football Academy, uh, Quarterback Academy. Good counselor, but whatever his demons are, they arose this weekend and he left and went out with his demons. And apparently his demons overtook him and kept and stayed on his back and rode him down like a mule. And he didn't make it back in time to be ready for camp the next day and was sent home by the Mannings. He was reportedly Donnie Manziel Friday night and A.D. McCarron, the Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback, we're all having a good time. It's on Twitter, folks. You can find the pictures. You can see the two of them in photos with young women. Some of them look young women at a bar. Right now, having a good time. Yeah. Fox, all over the internet. We've already found his tweets, etc. Retweeted on Twitter. Check it out. Saturday, Manziel missed. He was late for some camp uh, duties, shall we say. Archie Manning sent Manziel home, citing that Johnny was sick. Other reporters are saying that Manziel wasn't necessarily sick. He was hungover. So, alcohol on the breath. Uh, Reportedly, if that, allegedly. If that is the case, I mean, hungover and trying to work a camp, and especially a prestigious camp as the Manning Passing Around Academy, that, that is a, that's a bad look. And But another follow-up update, apparently, if Manziel was indeed sick, why was he out and about Saturday night in College Station at another establishment enjoying himself? These athletes need to realize youngsters, youngsters, that, uh, youngsters. You know, especially if you're a star, you're famous now, he's a Heisman Trophy winner, you don't have a private life. You cannot go out and about behaving like you are just Joe College kid and folks don't have a smartphone, folks don't have Instagram. If you're not a private life, world anymore. He's not a private person anymore. He's posing for pictures. These girls are putting them on, on Instagram, putting them on Twitter, being happy and all giddy that they took a picture with him. You don't have a private life, Johnny Mantell. You need to act professional, behave accordingly, do what you got to do this last year at A&M and go to the NFL before you ruin your football career and throw it down the toilet. Anything else you want to add to that? No, because it will all work itself out, and hopefully he will get it all taken care of before the season starts. Training camp starts, well, media day um, starts I think this week for most of uh, some of the bigger conferences, on the uh, a week from today, I will be leaving after after we do our podcast. I'll be leaving for Dallas for the Big 12 and Conference USA football media days uh, Monday and Tuesday at the Big 12 and Wednesday uh, Conference USA, and I'll be reporting, uh, giving some reports back uh, the following Sunday 
on what went on and what was discussed and what's been. So that will be the, my question of the day for a lot of coaching staffs uh, that I know will honestly give me a, a good answer. It may not be the answer that I want. It may not be the answer that you all want. But it'll be how they handle things in that in that manner with a athlete, whether it be star or otherwise, you know, preference and how they handle it. I'll, I'll be definitely sure to ask those questions. And you, sir, you had a good day yesterday. Well, no, since we're talking about athletes, college athletes making poor decisions, I want to talk about a, a basketball college player, uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi guard, Marshall Henderson, star player at Ole Miss, has had problems, the run-ins, been bounced around, colleges made Poor decisions. Well, he was suspended indefinitely uh, by Mississippi a few days ago for a list of things. Uh, finally, he was possessing marijuana, stopped for speeding. He had set positive police earlier, a few months ago, and I guess apparently this last week was the final straw, and he's been suspended indefinitely. He's a talented guard. He's an arrogant Arrogant is just that even seem to justify his behavior on the court and off the court. He's promised, he promised in April that he was going to be better, become a leader, and be someone that the school will be proud of, and now he's done this. So it, it, it's just another example of young people making poor decisions and young people uh, being allowed to continue making poor decisions instead of getting the help that they need to better themselves. And the kicker, the really sad thing about Marshall Henderson is, I, I'm not sure who the guy was, teammate, friend, roommate, whatever. Put a little Instagram video behind, one of those things you can do a little snippet video. The day old Miss suspended Marshall Henderson, his roommate, friend, put on, put Marshall on the camera and, and said, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on what happened? Marshall said about, oh, man. about a, a three-second comment, looked at the camera, and said, and I quote, sadness, ho. End quote. Wow. That's what he said. Wow. Sadness, ho. End quote. So stuff like that, clearly I'm too old, too old school to tolerate this ignorance and you, and you of a like Marsh Anderson and the ignorance of Johnny Football, who, is, who refuses to be responsible and accountable for their own actions, and we are still coddling them and allowing them to get away with this stuff because of what they do on the football field or on the basketball court. So I don't want to get on that soapbox and be pissed off and all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about some good news here in the city of Houston in Rocketland. Well, your guy showed up. Saturday's not my guy because everybody knows I'm a Pistons fan, proud. But they got him signed. So they got him signed. Along with legends. Rocket Rocket Man, Dwight Howard is officially a rocket. The press conference was held Saturday afternoon. The motto for the 2013-2014 season for the Rockets is a new age. They also rolled out the uh, Big Man Legacy video. Wow. Two videos. Uh, on my blog, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. I've got a blog up. It's on the Houston Round Ball Review YouTube channel. You can see the legacy uh, footage that they have from Elvin Hayes and Houston Cougar <clears throat> to Moses Malone to Ralph Sampson to Kim Lajuan well, and Houston Cougar. No, no, no. I'm talking about the video footage. Oh, okay. In the video footage, it's Elvin, Moses, Ralph, Akeem, Houston Cougar, Yao Ming, and now Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, everybody's expecting to continue the legacy of great, of talented Rockets big men. 
to that. Dwight Howard was asked by our colleague of the defender, Mr. Max Edison, to comment on people who say he doesn't take the game too serious. He's, he's always smiling on the court, doesn't look like he's taking the game seriously. So Dwight gave his answer. Um, I was 10 years old. You know, my dad, he was my, my, my basketball coach. And uh, he would always say, why are you smiling so much? But I said, Max, I'm having fun. This is basketball. You know, I, this is what I love to do. And, you know, at first he didn't like it. Then once he saw me out there playing, having a smile on my face and doing what I do, he came back at the end of that season after he won. And he said, you know what, smile as much as you want. You do it. It makes everybody's life better. You know, so... I just love it. Yeah, I love smiling and have fun, but I do take what I do very seriously. I'm always in the gym. I'm always trying to, you know, get to perfection. You know, just, I work really hard on my game. I work really hard on everything that I do. Cardios and eating right, all that stuff. So I take what I do seriously. But, you know, you only have one life. You know, so you're, you're frowning. You know, you have to take life too seriously. You, you miss out on good things in life. And uh, I'm not going to miss out on those opportunities. I always have to try to my face. And I think uh, smiling and having a good time, you know, it brings people together. You know, I wouldn't want to be around somebody who's always proud of you. Know, you know, I want to be around good people and have fun and enjoy my life. So, you know, I take what I do serious, but at the same time, I'm going to have fun. Do you want to you can do both? Because Like, 
he didn't get no on me. That old man think he beat bad. Mario said we won the game, won the championship that year. Talk to young fellas up. I ain't through. Come on back. Anytime you ready. But I, 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 I listened to what you had, to, you know, you a little answer and all yesterday. It's just, you played to me and I, you know, I'm listening to it now. And, and I'm like, okay, but still. Dwight says he likes having fun, Wildcats. Everybody loves having fun. And you, everybody knows when they're working, if they're just working and working hard, you know, you got that frown on your face. But when you're working in your job, it's like going at your pace and you got things going your way. Yeah, you got a little smile on your face. That gummit. Sometimes I want to see the effort. I ain't seeing no effort. Kevin McHale said. He is ringing in my ear. He, 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 Kevin McHale, Kevin McHale said, everybody is blessed to play in the NBA. So it's, you, you should enjoy your time in the NBA. That's what Kevin McHale what said. Noise? He keeps saying, I'm happy. You know, it's all about, I'm, I'm, I was making other folks happy. Now I'm having fun and, and, and all. This is what I want to do. This is all I want to do is just do this. So he, Dwight says he wants folks to know he, how much he is enjoying himself on the basketball court. Does he appreciate what he's doing? Though? Dwight says he is. So you, apparently you're doubting him. Dwight I, Howard is one of, one, one of nine people in the NBA in the first nine seasons to post 12,000 points and 9,000 rebounds. The other eight are in the Hall of Fame. He's got talent. He's got skills. So why are people hating on the man so much? I'm not a rock. I'm not a Rockets fan. I'm not a Red Hawk fan. I'm being objective and just toss it out there for discussion because well, the man seems to receive all kinds of unnecessary vitriol tossed at him. He's having a good time. Well, I'm glad the question was asked, you know, and, and, and all, and we got an answer for it. But uh, I didn't see him. You know, I'm listening to it. I didn't see him when he answered it. I didn't oh, he was smiling. That. He was smiling. Smiling through the whole press conference. Really? I, I, I was busy yesterday working, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to, to, to grasp all the, the grandeur and everything that everybody was getting all, all I'm glad you, about. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that. So, see, that's where you can go to my blog and check it out you and see the video, video footage of Mr. Howard. I saw some of that stuff and all, you know, but you know. that nugget, I didn't enjoy none of that myself. You know, I was, like I said, I was on the job working a little bit yesterday. Uh, I didn't have time. Uh, you know, maybe you just need to give Dwight, give Dwight a chance. Oh, my no, I'm, just, I'm tossing it out there. Like I said, I'm going to be at the Rocket Games with the cadets in hand and seeing how the Rockets are going to handle the situation, the pressure, the pressure of winning a championship. I'm enjoying myself because, like I told you, because you and I still haven't changed from last week. We said they'd get to the second round and that'd be it. And the team is constructed. And it still holds to what we discussed early on before they even started went to the free market. Power forward. And, and yesterday, it, you know, some of the stuff and all I heard could come in on, you know, everybody keeps talking about him and James Harden. Well, James Harden wasn't involved in this process, Chandler Parson was. Am I, am I correct? Now, I saw, I read that. James was, James was involved, not, not as much as Chandler was. James called him and tweeted. Got on that, I don't know, I got on his job. Or, or as, as Dwight refers to Chandler as Justin Timberlake. Hey, 
So Dwight says he's Montel Jordan, Chandler is us. Timberlake, they talk about doing some music videos together. So, you know, that's well, one thing they have to I'm going to let that be. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to let that be because both of them have spent time. I'm going to say it like this. Both of them have spent time in South Florida. But, yeah, no doubt. But Del Morey said, has, was quoted saying that Dwight and James Harden both, both want Omer Ostrich and Jeremy Lin to stay on the team. More even the joke that he's been bumped down to assistant general manager because Dwight and James have spoken. They want Jeremy and Omer to stay on the team. That's nice and all really frilly and really? all warm and fuzzy. But if somebody better comes, down into if the, somebody the, better comes along, one or both of them will be dealt to improve the Rockets because. They still have a hold of power forward. We'll see if Terrence Jones can deliver the goods. We already know Jeremy Lin. He's not the man. Full time. Uh, 36, 38 minutes a game. We'll see. He's already in California working out, waiting on the rest of the team to come join join uh, him in California. Be Dwight, Jeremy, James Harden, Patrick Beverly, Isaiah Cannon. Half the team going to be in California working out with a special bond and camaraderie. That they, it's like a love in yesterday. It was like really. It's, oh, really? I was like, oh, okay. Really? I, I feel so warm and fuzzy. Really? Whatever. Then what are you going to go, go to California? Just explain that to me. You know work what? out. Work out. Train. Well, exercise. Who, I mean, who, who's going to be the person in charge? It's, it's Pete Newcamp or, you know. Well, no, it's, it's uh, I guess Dwight's going to be the one doing it because Dwight, you know, is going to work out in L.A. And half the team is going to be there. Dwight, Harden, Jeremy Lin, Chandler, Terrence Jones, Patrick Beverly, Greg Smith, Army Caspi, the one of the Rockets, Rockets second round draft pick, Isaiah Cannon. Half the team is going to be there working out. Apparently, a rookie for well, undrafted rookie Robert Covington is going to be there out of Tennessee State. Yes, Tennessee State, uh, six seven. Wow. Signed a three year contract. Oh. First year guaranteed. Wow. So, how's that for a small town, uh, small school, HBCU? And uh, has the uh, has the team come back for uh, the um, uh, the summer league? Have they made it back from uh, from? Orlando, yeah. Yeah, they're already back. I mean, they lost in the championship of the summer league. Yeah, so they're, on they're, Saturday. Uh, I watched Who cares, yeah. whatever. Um, but, but it was nice. The reason that's, that's, I, I paid attention to this year was the first time I actually watched, watched, uh, just because some local, local kids that were involved on the jazz side that might, that, that situation still is up in the air uh, from reported reporter I got. Uh, don't know yet. Maybe happening soon, it may not. But uh, they said Trey Burke looked okay. You know, just when, when did you hear that? Uh, he, sucked, he sucked the first two games and got well, set down the third game. He wasn't adjusting to... Yes, and a rookie, another rookie, but just that much better. Yes. Yeah. So, so, yes, Trey Burke, the first-round pick of the Jazz. That's the reason I saw it. It's still up in the air. They're not sure which direction they want to go, but it's like I saw Jerry Sonnen sitting on the sideline. But uh, uh, Tamira Jackson. Yeah. Is with, the, with the Pelicans yeah. in uh, summer league. I gotta go. When I get leave here today, I'm going home and I'll watch all four of his games. Like, back to back. It's good to have. In and Tamir uh, is uh, right south, so yes. it's, you know, we're trying everything to locally as we do on the KT Fifth Ward Wildcats podcast. And it's, and it's good he's getting the shot. So we, he's worked. He's went through. We wish him. We wish him uh, the good he, luck. He's got some. He's worked through some things. And if nothing else, you get a chance to showcase his talents and get a contract overseas, like many of the uh, White Sals, uh before him have. From uh, goodness gracious. Uh, oh man. Name some. Name some. Name some Miles. Because Mike is still playing overseas. Why right. he still not? Um. 
But I know Brent K.R. Harrison, he's overseas. Uh, Brent Scott played overseas. Um, I think Jamal Moore had a cup of coffee overseas. And um, Brock Gillespie, a good friend of mine, Brock Gillespie's played overseas in Spain, etc. But there are a lot of Rice Isles who may not have uh, done well. They had a cup of coffee overseas. A lot of them, college, who had success in college, you know, as Rice Isles, have had success overseas in international basketball. So Michael Harris, you know, bounced back and forth between the NBA and China, played with the Rockets a few times, 10-day 10 10 contracts, but he's had much success overseas and in the big league as well. But, uh, you know, we've had, we know a lot of players. That's, once we cover them in college, we don't get rid of them and forget about them when they go pro and have success overseas. We're still keeping touch with a lot of them. Uh, at some point, we need to talk about this uh, Jason McCreeth, Bryce Isle graduate, is an entrepreneur. Uh, uh, Lanny Smith, Houston Cougar, alum, massively successful, active faith, and with the In Jesus Name, I play uh, apparel. He's got all kinds of things going now. So many to interview him for a podcast as well. But a lot of local players have done well post-college and in their pro careers or just after basketball careers. So congratulations to all of them. But Mr. Wildcat, sir. Go ahead. Go there. Let's talk about, I I thought about this yesterday while watching the legacy of Rockets big men. Only one of them retired a Rocket. Elvin didn't. No, did it? I don't think he did. Nope. Moses didn't. Ralph didn't. Nope. Akeem didn't. Nope. Only one who did. Yeah. Is Yao. That's, <laughs> That's right. because he was he had to, he was forced to retire because of injury. Yeah. So Les Leslie Alexander, Rockets team owner, said that uh, you know the Rockets are our families. That's one of the things Dwight cited as a as a, one of the reasons that he chose to sign with the Rockets because of the family vibe and et cetera. But none of those none of those guys retired as Rockets. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's good to see them come back, but they didn't retire as Rockets. You know what? I'm glad you missed that. Because it goes back to that person that I mentioned earlier. He wasn't there yesterday. Moses Malone. He you find out where Moses was, because Friday in the he fan rally that they released and everything like that, he was one of the names expected, scheduled to attend. And he I wasn't there on Saturday. And the fact that I saw Luke there yesterday, and I know he's busy doing camps now this summer. I didn't see Moses. It's a big question mark. Something came up. I, I do believe something, so, something, I something came up. So, I was asked about it yesterday. Uh, where was Moses? I know Jonathan Bacon from the Chronicle was asked about it on Twitter. Where's Moses? So if you find out where it was, then something we can publicly air. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and that's just where we're going to put it, folks. And, uh, you know, please, please look I'm into that. Because I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Because if it's, if it's not something we, can, we can't air it and just move on and keep yeah, on going just keep about the business. But the fact that there's a photo out uh, that showed all of, all of them together standing side by side, it shows you the immense height of y'all compared to Elvin, Ralph, Akeem, and Dwight Howard. That is a big guy. 
Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like it goes back to what Rudy said the first time he saw him when they were these guys were coming out of the locker room and all got stepping on the floor, and y'all was standing so much taller than the rest of these guys. You know, the head at least a head, uh, yeah. head tall. And he got a big head too. And he's he's and he's, he's seven huge. five, seven six. And he made Ralph look. I know small. I mean, Ralph has never been a heavy guy, but he, seven foot four, he looked. Really small oh. next to Yao, and I was like, Dwight looks small, and I Dwight mean, is a muscular dude, dude, and yeah. he looks small next to Yao. And I was like, my God, that's a big guy. He is, he is a big guy. I want to touch on this. Get your thoughts on this. Uh, our friend John Lucas, as he touched on, was at, at Saturday yeah, press conference. You know, I, we talked. Uh, <clears throat> he was asked to give his thoughts on Dwight fitting in with the Rockets. Another by the other media. I didn't. I was standing there. You know, I was listening. So it, it was recorded. So it was on the record. Nothing okay. off the record. No, that's no problem. And Luke said that uh, he kind of compared Dwight's skills to the other big men who were there. You know, he, he said that he's a shot blocker like Ralph. He's kind of got, like, the athleticism of Keem. Uh, if he can get the scoring like Elvin... Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, we'd have a, com- oh. a complete package. Oh, to feed, folks, I'm going to tell you something. You talk about Evan and his prime and scoring, it doesn't mean compared to everybody else standing there next to him. Because his, turn- his turnaround, double turnaround, jump, what do you want to call it, but it wasn't really a jump shot. His turnaround shot Sorry. was from 20 feet. <laughs> I mean, he could put up jumpers and all. You talking about a guy his size playing with West Marcel at the center, and he been Elvin is at the four and scoring. And you definitely got to get out, get, get him because yeah. he has skills. He could definitely put the ball on the floor if he needed to and take you inside. But his his forte was like 12 to 15 feet out and was just right there. Pull up, take that jumper, knock it down, and going back down court. But if he had to play five, he could get in and, and box you and, and bump and grind with the best of them. He could, he could score. He could rebound. Uh, you know, Moses developed into a perimeter shot. Right. Moses just went, throw the ball against the last win and got it. You know. Right. <laughs> you know. He was, he, he was more of a Moses. Dennis, Dennis Robin was, he was, 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 back he was much more athletic. Yeah. In his. 18, he and Dwight were similar like that. Moses is 18, 19, 20. When he was young, he was an athlete. He was tall, athletic. Then he got older and filled out. Then he really started banging and went to work down low and just going to get the ball off the glass and putting in work and punishing folks in the post. And then that's how Dream developed his, his tenacity in the post because Moses was kicking behind. <laughs> Funny. And see, that's another thing, too. Dwight didn't have those kind of workouts and all the go well, going on now. I mean, I, no, 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 no. But now, that's with the news that Jonathan Fagan of the Chronicle has reported today that Hakeem Olajuwon is going to be a an employee of the Rockets, work with the Rockets big men. It's official. It's not yet official, but but uh, and Daryl Morey has recorded that Olajuwon will be heck, on payroll to work with Dwight and Omer to improve their, their post skills. So that is true. Then you have Alonron and Kev McHale working with Dwight Howard and Omer Ashik. I want to see the proof in the pudding. I want to see skills. I want to see low post moves from Dwight 
on a consistent basis this season. I know it's going to take a, a long time for it to, well, I don't you know. know like that. Everybody else is going to get a team. So what I want to see, I mean, he one summer, every so often Dwight has a jump hook or something, or something no, like that. Very but he doesn't have the footwork. The very next you know, well, I'm talking about somebody like Kobe, you know, or LeBron. They don't have the footwork. Dwight doesn't have the footwork like those two guys do. Kobe and LeBron, their footwork is closer to Dream's level than Dwight. Dwight doesn't have the feet. You know, Dwight never played soccer or whatever, anything like that. You can just see Kobe and LeBron being a little bit shorter. Already, and already, and already. Like Patrick Ewing. Patrick played soccer. Dream played soccer. That's where he got that footwork from. That's true. To be that tall and be that quick on their light on their feet. So, but I want to see some up up and under moves by him. I want to see some jump hooks. You know, he ain't going to be able to do dream shakes. There's only one Akeem Olajuwon when it comes to the dream shake. And that clip when he undressed David Robson up and, up and under twice will be, will live rocking lore forever. You know, when you're that close, the white get beat down like that, you got, you packing a trophy that you know, yeah. as far as Akeem was concerned, hey man, you got my trophy. And you see, got my trophy. And see, I'm Akeem's <laughs> mentality, that's what Dwight needs to get. Because that is, because Dream smiled, enjoyed himself to a point. point. There you go. But when it came to the mindset of you got something that belonged to me, thank you. And, and I'm going to take it. And you can't stop me. That's what. That's what Rocket fans, Rockets organization wants the White to develop. That's the killer instinct that I think he still lacks. I don't really care how much he smiles, but when it comes to nut cutting time, I want you to get it done. That's what I want to see happen. Speaking of that. Conversation he had one on one with uh, one of the other media on the four letters on yesterday one on one. You can say it. We we didn't get paid by the internet, so they never heard us what it, whoever it is. He is being yeah. uh, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, that's fine. You know, he he asked him. He said, "What what what matters to you now? You know, as far as what, what's going to be the drive?" And he mentioned that he, he doesn't. You know, he, he's about to smiling and stuff, but more more so he. He made a, uh, a statement about LeBron winning championships. He hadn't have his yet. He said that's how. That's his objective. He said that's what drives me. He said right now. He said I'm at a point in my life where it's about me now. You know, I'm tired of watching other folks now getting rings and getting. Do you do you believe that? Not until I see it. Okay. You so know how long it took for me to accept? Because see, I, I know how much of a hater you are about Dwight now. You're sitting on a hater aid, so I'm going to ask you, you, you believe you it. You know how I felt about the Dwight until Dwight just had showed me the other day he, he wanted to go to work every day. So, you know. You know, so it's, I carry animosity to, to, towards the basketball so, wife. So you're saying that until Dwight leads the Rockets to the championship, you have your doubts. Right. Okay, that's fair. Because that. I look at where those other guys were. Kevin was the only one that didn't get to a conference finals with the Rockets, if I can remember. Everybody else got a, at least a shot. And Yao. And, and Yao. Yeah. And, and by, one by trade and the other by entry. But they all had, those other guys had one thing on their mindset. I'm getting there. I'm going to find a way to get this done. They showed up every day and got them to But Wildcat, Wildcat. I'm listening, it's but a, God, it's, a, it's a team sport, Wildcat. At some point, like Moses said, at some point, I don't give a crap. 
It's going to be me and four guys, and I'm going to be getting this done. If I don't care how I got to get it done, I'm going to get it done. And, 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 so, and, and that's yes, he did. And, and so that's what you're saying, Dwight Lex. He's got to get to that point. Okay. Do you think James Harden has that? From his position? Do you think Rockets have that? I'll tell, tell you the one who might. I don't know. Do I, do I believe might have it? Taylor Parsons. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. He showed me something. Uh, I don't he, he went. He went. He's, he's, he's the leader of the team. Thank you. He's the leader of the team. He's the leader of the team. Everybody says, I'm going to get this done. Yeah. I'm going to get this done. Yeah. I'll do the rest of you guys. Uh, we can talk about it. I'm going to get this and, done. And just look at it like this. Yeah, until until the playoffs, and he played well. His best games were against the superstars, or against LeBron and Kevin Durant. He raised his game to go against those elite players head to head. Now I had a problem with him. He showed his A game against those guys and his C game against the Vagamuffins, you know, so I had a problem with him Thanks bringing it his yeah. So I, I, I believe he's at the point now where he's going to play at his, play his A game all the time. The, the Texans are okay. rolling. If the Texans are rolling, and I mean rolling, yeah, rolling. kicking butt, taking names. And Basketball is going to be an now, And almost, I don't see this happening with some Matt Travis quarterback, but heading to the Super Bowl, the Rockets are going to be thought of until February. Maybe. And if the Texans, by some miracle, win the Super Bowl, the Rockets are going to be around until April. They'll have to make the playoffs for them to be relevant. Because all they're about to be thinking about all seasons. So, yeah. The draft. You know, it's just. What we're doing is nice. It's a new age for the Rockets. You know, the legacy of big men. He would not have nearly the media pressure. No doubt. There's not as much pressure here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Media doesn't follow you around here like they do elsewhere. They just don't. We do. That's, that's true. But folks, if he continues going to Breakfast Club and places like that and being seen in the public and all that stuff is put on Twitter, then he needs to watch himself by where he goes. There you go. Which ties us back to the first part of this podcast with Tony Football and Marshall Henderson. So yeah, we just tied it all in together. That's, right, yeah. that's how we do things on KG for the Wildcat Podcast. How can folks find thing. you, sir? They can find me at AKSVCSR, Twitter. I'm Judge, uh, Twitter, Blogger, and YouTube. I got to think of all where I'm, where I'm located at. Oh, and, and also uh, KingSizeViews.com. Matter of fact, uh, we've got football coming in, and I'm telling you, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good day. we got a... Uh, what kind of football, Wildcat? we got high school, no, the, uh, the Texas uh, uh, Coaches Association is scheduled for next, is next week. No, it's the uh, week after next, on the 27th. And uh, then, but the you know, next week, like I said, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, a uh, week from Sunday, from today, I take off to, to Dallas for the Big 12 Media Day. It'll be interesting. Truly, because this is the first year in a long while that UT is having real quarterback problems. They're down to one viable new quarterback, and I know how you. I know, I know that they've had quarterback problems for years, but, but this time it's worse. Worse because guys <laughs> are just, just just dropping out. I mean, they're, they're transferring, and it all boils down to recruiting. 
and our defense will definitely have to carry the load this year, and it'll be interesting. The other thing uh, concerning the Big 12, there is not a standout, standalone quarterback over the whole conference this year. It'll be interesting how all this all works in and all some of these recruits and all coming in, what they'll look like once they, the lights and all turn on. Conference USA, be interesting. Um, I don't know what the, this incoming class looks like at Rice, but apparently quite a few of the uh, national uh, recruiting services has their next season, the crew for coming in for 2014, that class is ahead of everybody that's in this conference and all, including the, the Florida schools that came in. And now that's where the competition is going to come in at. Because wow. it'll be Florida High School, it's Texas High School. And I'm going to tell you, folks. Well, we know it's a better of that anyway. You know, it's, everybody will be talking yak, yak. Two products of, of <laughs> HIV. You know how well we stand on that. So, you know, so Texas football is going to be on the uh, – it's, it's, it's going to be on uh, – you have to stand on the clock. They're on the clock. Who's going to take right now? So are, are you going to oh, yeah. Providence, Rhode Island for oh, the American no, sir. media day football? <laughs> no, sir. Are you going for basketball, sir? Not if it's in Providence. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, it depends. We'll see how things go. I mean, you know, not, we, we're laughing, no. we were laughing and joking about that. But, folks, that's not an easy trip to make. No doubt. No, don't forget about Swag Media Day in Birmingham. Yeah. I don't know. Real quick, I'm not sure why. They elected to have SWAC Media Day in the city, not having the SWAC Football Championship because SWAC will be Houston, but Media Day is going to be Birmingham. I don't know how you are calling yourself promoting your upcoming biggest event in conference, not in the same city. That makes no sense to me, but that's a SWAC. And I'm hoping that they schedule a uh, teleconference so I, that question can be asked because I definitely uh, I've made contact with my two SIDs and told them to let me know for sure if there will be a teleconference with the uh, commissioner because that is my question and that's the only one I have but that's, that's it. but to me that's viable folks want to know yeah, and they need to know now, why they were, were, you know maybe I, you, you, you ask and find out Maybe it was the last. Maybe it's the last year of, of the contract with Birmingham. I don't know whatever, but it makes no sense to me. I, that's all I'm saying. And I was told, well, I was referenced that is that's where the conference office is. Really? That's really? okay. Fine. So your conference championship, the football conference championship, and your basketball conference championship are in the city of Houston for the next three years. Thank you. So why are you having media day not in that city? That that's you know whatever. But. He's the fifth little Wildcat. Yep. I'm KG. You can find me at HoustonRoundBarReview.com. I'm on Twitter at T-H-E-H-R Review. YouTube is Houston Roundwall or Houston Round Bar Review channel on YouTube. Got the Facebook fan page for the Houston Round Bar Review as well. Thank you for the comments I got yesterday. Look, uh, took some pictures from the Rockets press conference. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you for telling everyone about the podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something different that you did not know. And in, oh, one more thing, of course, the podcasts are also available on, on iTunes, so you listen to them there as well. In conclusion, be true, be cool, and...